firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him 
in a manger because there was no place for them in the end. While you're standing, look at somebody and say, neighbor, oh neighbor, with your prayers, your participation, and God's power, our pastor is going to talk about learning to live outside. You may be seated. Learning to live outside. Outside. The great philosopher Socrates said it like this. The secret of change is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. (laughs) Have I got a witness? Because too often, if we're just being a little honest today, sometimes change is hard. Change is difficult. Change sends us down sometimes some roads we don't like to go down. Because when change happens, it branches me out of my comfort zone. It branches me out of my place of comfortability. Because when change is going on, sometimes it's embraced, other times it's fault. But one thing about life is life is always changing. Have I got a witness here? We change on a daily basis. You're not the same height you were now that you were when you were 10 years old. Something about you changes. Something about you grows. And something about you ought to improve. See, when a person doesn't want to change, they're telling you they don't want to improve. Y'all want to talk to me for a little while? When a person does not want to change, Something in them is telling them, I'm good where I am. The only problem with being good where you are is you miss where God really wants to take you. And I think I'm in the right house today. Some people have missed some things in life because instead of embracing God, they were fighting God. And when you fight God, you're you're getting in a place. Not only is it an unwinnable battle, but God has shut some doors on you that he won't let you have back. Is there anybody here that can be honest and say, God closed some doors on me? And guess what? It was my fault. Have I got a witness? Because sometimes we have to change in order to grow. But Broadway, today on this third Sunday in December, one thing I want you to be encouraged by is don't allow what you don't know to make you forget who you do know. Can I I just put it right there? I said, don't allow what you don't know to make you forget who you do know. Because when you know God, I'm in the right house, am I not? When you know God, you ought to be able to say and know that even though God makes some changes in my life and God has to pull me out of some stuff and God has to pull me away from some stuff and God got to get some stuff out of me and God got to allow me sometimes to experience something I've never experienced before and it's not to hurt me. Sometimes it's just to bless me because there's about you, there's some things about me that you really don't see until God gets you out. 
box until God gets you out the comfort zone. And sometimes God got to break you out the box because if you don't break out the box, you really can't trust God and have real faith if you keep on staying stuck in the normal. And let me just ask a question. Is there anybody here that can just be a little honest and say, right now I'm a little stuck. I'm stuck because sometimes instead of me doing what God says, I still want to do it my way. Sometimes I'm stuck because every now and again I can be a little hard-headed. I'm stuck because of me. But what do you do when the Lord says move? You got two options. You can move or you can stay. But be ready for the consequence. You can move or you can stay. Some people like to move. Some people like to stay. But whatever decision you make, be ready for the consequences. I believe if some folks thought about consequences more, they would trust God more. Oh yeah. So the question today, I just want to ask, as we get ready to dive into this text, how much do you trust God? How much faith? Do you have in God? Not when you're living in the known, but when God says it's time to go somewhere else. Do you still trust God then? Like you did before. I would hope you do. But sometimes if I'm trusting God like I say, why do I keep on putting the handcuffs on myself? Sometimes I handcuff myself because of, my, of my own decisions not to branch out. Well, y'all got a few minutes just to hear about how do we learn to live outside. Because in this second chapter of Luke, here is Jesus' mother and stepfather. Joseph is now with Mary. Now, you do know, you know, Jesus wasn't Joseph, you know. I'm moving on from that. But Jesus wasn't Joseph's. But yet, they're moving forward. But one thing you got to understand is they went from Caesar Augustus, and Caesar Augustus was the great nephew of Julius Caesar, who reigned from 27 B.C. to 14 B.C., but they were going to be registered when Queerness was the governor of Syria, because everybody had to be registered for tax purposes. That's why they had to be registered. So when sometimes you hear people say that they didn't make room for Jesus, no, that's not biblically and theologically correct. The reason that Joseph and Mary couldn't get in the end because the end was already full because there were so many people trying already registered. So now that there were so many people already registered, they had to find a little plot somewhere out in the field with the manger where they were feeding animals because the manger was smelly. The manger was sick. The manger was not Joseph and Mary still learn how to live. The thing about God is that every now and then you got to learn 
Jesus was born when Judea was to become a province of the empire in the tribe. And there's a tribute here. But watch this. The Jews were taxed because Jerusalem was taken by Pompey, the Roman general about 60 years before this text, who granted the government of the church to Harkonnes. And now we see they're outside. Have I got a witness here? They're outside. For Judea was right, was ruled by Syrianus, the Roman governor of Syria. And the Roman writers called him Sutulius Cornarius. And it is said that Cornarius served two terms as a Roman governor of Syria from 6 to 4 BC and then AD 6 to, AD 6 to 9. Now Jesus was born in a time of registration. But now you got to understand this as well in the text. Y'all don't mind me teaching just a little bit, do you? Jesus' born birth is prophecy of Micah chapter 5, verse 2. Because Micah chapter 5, verse 2 says, But O Bethlehem Ephrath, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth from me, one who's, who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is, for, is from of old, from ancient days. Y'all with me? That's why you need Old and New Testament. But now also you got to understand what the swaddling clothes are. The swaddling clothes were in Ezekiel chapter 16 verse 4. What they would do, they would tear clothes, they would tear fragments, and a newborn baby was wrapped in swaddling clothes. Because Ezekiel chapter 16 verse 4 says, And as for your birth, on the day you were born, your cord was not cut, nor were you washed with water to cleanse you, nor rubbed with salt, nor wrapped in swaddling clothes. They had to wrap them because sometimes they had to find something just to wrap a baby with. Now I'm, now I'm where I need to be. Joseph and Mary are poor. They're broke. That's another reason why they couldn't go to the end. They ain't got no money. I wish I had a witness here. But now you see in the text they're in the end. Everybody's in the end except Joseph and Mary. But that's what I love about God. Broadway, sometimes you got to learn how to stop following everybody else's direction. Just because everybody else is in the end don't mean you got to be in the end. Every now and again, you got to learn how to live your own life, be your own person, do some stuff nobody else has done, but you can't really live your whole life if you let control and dictate everything you do. Sometimes you got to branch out. You got to go in the manger because there's some stuff in the manger that God will reveal to you. There's some stuff in the manger that God will show you. A lot of times the reason people don't get to the manger and don't really improve in life because they stuck on one way. This is the way I do things. This is the way I operate. I'm not changing me and if you don't want to change, that's your problem. Sometimes you Here, but I gotta put it this way. Sometimes God got to break the cycle so you stop depending on certain folk. It's some people you keep depending on 
That's the reason why you stuck and not moving forward. Okay. I got y'all gonna make me work hard today, huh? I guess because I was gone last week, y'all gonna make me work hard today. That's okay. <laughs> but they're stuck. Some of us get stuck because we depend so much on folk who ain't bringing nothing to us. They're just bringing stress to us. They're just bringing unhappiness to us. They're just bringing mess to us. They're just bringing drama to us. Watch this. You watch people who can never appreciate when you try to do better for your life because they don't want to do better for themselves. If there's some people in your life who don't want to do better for themselves, you got to kick some people out of your life and you got to learn how to do better for you. It's your life, not theirs. Every now and again, you got to, every now and again, you got to leave home, you got to leave mama, you got to leave daddy, you got to leave your familiarity. Sometimes you got to go to another state. Sometimes you got to go to another school. Sometimes you got to do some stuff that you've never done before because you can't grow up if you always depended on people to take care of you. No, if you're going to be grown and follow God, you got to grow up yourself. Learn how to pay your own bills. Learn how to pay your own insurance. Learn how to pay your own car payment. Stop depending on everybody else and get up and do something. when I'm in the end. I love being in the end because it's my comfort zone. But watch this. Don't get so familiar with the end that you miss the open door of the manger. Tell you where I'm going with this. Can you imagine Joseph and Mary and a new and a baby that's about to be born? I could imagine Joseph telling Mary, honey, ain't no room. And y'all that's Mary, you don't know what I'm about to say. You can imagine Mary. Can we just be a little, you know, can we just use our little imagination just for a minute? You can imagine Mary got an attitude. And say, what we going to do now? I ain't going to stay here. I, I wish I had a witness in here. You can imagine Mary saying to Joseph, hold on. You mean to tell me you didn't prepare for this? You just had to buy that. If you wouldn't have bought that, if you would have got here earlier, got here on time, maybe would have had some room. Y'all know how y'all talk. Y'all know y'all talk to us. If you would have did it a little earlier, you'd have got here a little earlier on time. Well, you would have had a room in the end. But now look at now we outside. You know I don't like sleeping out here. You know these animals are sticky. You know I don't want, you know I ain't got no blanket. I ain't got no bed. And now you got me out here. I thought you loved me. But now you got me out here all dirty. And you mean to tell me, you know how you talk. You mean to tell me I got to spend the whole night out here. Well, guess what? Sometimes God got to show you I can bless you in dirty places. Because too often, some of us always want to be blessed in clean places. But every now and again, God got to bless us in dirty places. Because when God blesses you in a dirty place, it makes you appreciate the clean place. Is there anybody here that can say, God, I don't care how you bless me. I thought I had a, I thought I had some clothes. I don't care how you bless me. As long as you bless me, I'm okay. If you gotta take me to the manger, I'm going to the manger. And if you don't wanna go with me, that's all right. I'm going by myself. 
trouble. When I'm familiar, it gets me in trouble. Why? Watch this. Watch this. Because when I'm familiar with stuff and I've never experienced something new, when something new comes, I find it because I don't think it's better than what I already have. Uh oh. When you're familiar, when you're stuck in your comfort zone, if you look at this text, watch further along. They came to praise God in a manger. Because sometimes God got to pull you out of comfort and take you somewhere and change your atmosphere. I wish I had a witness today. Sometimes God has to change your atmosphere before your atmosphere changes you. Okay, okay, y'all making me work hard today. Let me put it this way. When God changes your atmosphere, your attitude improves. When God changes your atmosphere, you learn how to pray better. When God changes your atmosphere, you learn how to sing better. When God changes your atmosphere, you preach better. When God changes your atmosphere, you love people better. Maybe that's the problem with some marriages. You need your atmosphere changed. But you come too familiar with, oh, that's my wife, or that's my husband. We ain't doing that. We just doing the same old, same old. Every now and again, you got to stop being so familiar and change it up sometimes. Take her out to eat. Go take him out to eat. Uh huh. Don't just look at the Take him out to eat just like you want him to take you out to eat. You go take him out to eat. Pamper each other. It ain't just a one-way street. It's a two-way street. You better learn how to pamper each other instead of just trying to get it your way. No, no, no. It goes both ways. But when you try to get better and when you try to improve, you better get out of your comfort zone. I wish I had a witness of that. I, some folks get in trouble, huh? But guess what? It's a two-way street. Can I get a witness here? It's a two-way street. You can't be spending. You can't be spending all the money on yourself. Too often, some folks spend all the money on themselves and wonder why you can't get no groceries. I wish I had a witness here. And I'm guilty to get Amazon come to my house. I don't know why my wife pointed at me. She guilty too. All of us in here, some guilty folk up in here. I wish I had a witness. Amazon come to your house and come to your house and come to your house too. So you might as well just wake up and smell the car. Everybody in here sometimes is the reason why some stuff go haywire. So God got to put you out and put you in the manger so you learn how to live. Well, <laughs> I sure will. Because <laughs> I ain't perfect myself. Ain't nobody in here perfect. But, 
But let me help everybody else. Let me help everybody out in here. Let me help you out. Don't complain about what you keep putting up with. Well, don't get quiet now. Don't complain about what you keep putting up with. And watch this. If you keep catering the mess, you keep on attracting mess. Some people keep on catering to what they don't try to improve. But God got to push you out. Because you learn how to live in the manger. You learn how to live with real faith. Sometimes God got to take stuff away from us. Because stuff keep taking us away from him. So sometimes God got to take away what you like, what you enjoy, what you got, and let you know. I can take all this away and it's just us in some dirt. I think I'm in the right crowd. I think there's some dirt folk up in here. Anybody like me? The reason, I, I, you may look at my clothes, but guess what? It's covered in dirt. Because every now and then, God got to put me in some dirt for me to really thank God for what he's done for me. God got to put you in some dirt just so you can grow up. Can I get a witness here? Because when you see me, you see dirt. Have I got a witness? Because God got to take you out familiarity to put you somewhere you don't know. But if you trust in him, he'll show you it's going to be for your good. It might start off a little rocky, but if you just hold on just a little, little while, God's going to show you why it was meant for your good. Can I get a witness here? By the way, we've been together for a little while. It started off a little rocky. Yes, it did. You all let's go ahead and tell the truth. We all can tell the truth. It started off a little rocky. Folk got in the feelings. Folk complained. Pastor complained. We all complained. But guess what? God put us together for a reason. If you just stick with God long enough, there's a reason why God had to push us out the end. Because God has to show Broadway. Broadway, you not like any other church. But you got to be Broadway Missionary Baptist Church. Because God will put you somewhere. And God he won't do anyplace else. Even as a church, church, sometimes God don't let us stay in the end. Can I put it this way? Every pastor ain't the same. You ought to say amen. Every pastor ain't the same. What happened with one pastor, don't put it on the next pastor. I couldn't stay there, but I'm trying to move on. I'm trying to be good today. Every church ain't the same. People ain't the same. But the church can never grow if the church is stuck following another church. I'll just put it this way. I'm my own pastor. I'm my own person. I ain't following no other pastor. I'm just being who the Lord called me to be. Brother deacons, you better be the deacon that God calls you to be. Choir, be the choir that God calls you to be. Everybody here, be the person that God calls you to be. Stop looking out the window trying to be somebody. And guess what? Stop letting other people tell you how to do things. No, you get in God's way. You get with God. You get in the Word. And you let God direct you. Don't you see what God is doing? Did you not see what happened last night? We had a beautiful turnout. We had all these youth in here doing some great things. God can do some great things right where we are. 
Because Winchester is not limited. God can do great things in this community. Have I got a witness here? But we got to understand, we not like any other church. Can I get a witness here? There's some kids in here, you need to understand, stop trying to be like your friends. That's one of the problems with kids now. They try to be like everybody else except themselves. Learn how to be happy with you. Learn how to be grateful for you. Learn how to enjoy you. But it ain't just kids. It's some young adults in here too. Learn how to be happy with you. Learn how to be thankful for you. Be happy. If you got a little more around the race, be, be happy and front what you got. If you, you ought to be happy with your lips. You ought to be happy with your eyes. You ought to be happy with your mind. You ought to be happy with your gifts. But you gotta stop depending on what people say. But you got to trust in what God is. Anybody here that's just happy with who God made you? You got gifts, you got talent, you got an anointing. God got so much in store for you, but you can never get what God has for you if you stuck in the end and won't go to the manger. Can I get a witness here? But Jordan. We got problems, bro. We got problems. They're in a manger. I told you, animals are at the manger. It's not a beautiful place. There's no room for them in the end. Think about it. No room in the end. We're in a manger. Joseph got to raise a child that ain't his, really. He ain't the only Joseph, you know. (laughs) But watch this as well. There's no room in the end. But even though there's no room in the end, God is still with them in the manger. When we really have real faith in God, Real faith in God can trust God in any situation. Not just ideal situations, but situations you didn't really anticipate. You didn't anticipate going through hurts like that. You didn't anticipate your heart being broken. You didn't anticipate burying your child. You didn't anticipate losing a loved one who was healthy one day and died the next day. It's some stuff we don't anticipate. But can you trust God when it's dirty? Because sometimes it has to get dirty for us to stop always thinking that God can only bless us in clean. They're in the end. Not Joseph and Mary. Everybody else is in the end. But once again, you know, Mary probably had some issues with it. But when the angel tells Mary what she possesses, it changes everything. See, when you know what you possess, you put no limits on yourself. 
Y'all didn't say nothing right there. Can I tell you something? You got more in you than what you're showing. Amen. Everybody in here, you got more in you than what you're showing. Don't just be satisfied on one level where you can be higher. That's another word for our kids. Don't just be satisfied with making C's when you can make straight A's. Go be a president of a, of a, of a multi-billion dollar company. Go be a CEO. Go be a news anchor. We need some scientists. We need some neurosurgeons. We need some doctors. That's a word for these us adults in here. Don't be satisfied just where you are. Go make that cookbook. Like, don't get quiet. Go make that cookbook. Somebody needs your recipes. Go do more. What are you doing with the life that you got? Go back to school. Don't be nervous. Go back. You got something to offer. You got something to offer. There's more in you than what you're showing. But sometimes you won't appreciate and really appreciate yourself till you get out the end. You got to go to the manger. Did you notice, even though they were in the manger, they still made a home? Yeah. I'm going to try this one more time. Even though they're in the manger, they still made a home. Can I get a witness here? You got to learn sometimes when God pulls you out of some stuff, when God pulls you out your comfort zone, God is showing you, I got something else for you. But can I ask you a question today, bro? Are you tired of just playing it safe? I know you're retired, but God can still use you to do something right. Amen. Go teach that child how to change a tire. Go teach that child how to wear a tie. Man. Yes. Amen. Go teach that child, ladies, the proper etiquette at the table. Oh. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We always want to talk about they not behave, well, go do something. And I, and I know sometimes. I, I really didn't mean to go here, but I'm gonna have to go here. I know sometimes some people say, "Well, you don't you don't talk to my kids like that." Well, you not somebody need to. Because if you talk to your kids a whole lot more, they wouldn't be acting a fool like they do. They wouldn't be talking crazy to people. They wouldn't be cussing at people. If you ain't gonna do nothing, somebody need to do something before they get locked up and before the jail system does something. In New Orleans, Louisiana, right now, 66% of inmates are African American. 66%. In our community, in our state, Kentucky is one of the lowest states 
and academics. Our reading scores are low. Our math scores are low. Y'all getting quiet now. That's because we still stuck in the end. We got to get to the manger. If we want our kids to be better, what are we doing? Don't just put it on the teacher. You got to do something yourself at home. You know your kid may be struggling with something. You can't allow electronics to raise your child. Sometimes you need to take the phone away and put a book in their hand, put some phonics in their hand, put some math problems, put some literature, make them learn something about science, make them learn something about chemistry. But, but one of the problems in society, we stuck in the end. You know why I know? Can I show you? There are parents. There are parents right now. They get more excited seeing their children twerk than pass an English class. Where are we at? I was, we stuck in the end. I was watching a video the other day. Um, uh, Young man had his child smoking a blunt with him. <laughs> we stuck in the end. A blunt. And then want to post a video. Dick and Hans ain't nothing good about that. We got people stuck in the end. Oh, we'll record a fight that we won't stop. Can I put it this way? Y'all get it together. Can I put it this way? Sometimes more people get happy looking at a fight than seeing some than seeing a child become a doctor. We suck in the end. So the question is, what are we going to do? Are you stuck in the end too? Or do you want to go to the manger? I don't know about you, but it's sometimes we got to go to the manger. The church got to go to the manger. I know, we've been, I know some say we've been doing this way for a long time, but is it still working? Got quiet there. And it's not disrespectful to ask a question. Sometimes it's about adaption so that the church does not die. Because sometimes the church dies because of tradition when the church can still live off fruit. But you can't still live off the fruit that was fruitful 40 years ago. I know I got in trouble right there, but it's okay. I'll be right outside. We we adapt so much, but we miss so much. What are we missing? Cause we stuck in the end. What are we missing? Cause we stuck in the end. We because and I know why. 
I get it. The manger is not attractive like the end. The manger is outside. We like to be inside. But is it possible you've kept yourself locked up so long that when something good comes, you don't even know how to deal with it? Is it possible? Because we don't want to go outside. I don't want to go outside. But sometimes God is telling us outside is where it really is. Now, I ain't saying tonight when you go home you can make a bed outside on the grass. That ain't what I'm talking about. What I'm saying outside is when God is moving and transitioning us, he transitioned us to some new ways of doing things, some new ways of living, some new ways of talking, some new ways of thinking. God is trying to transition you, but are you about the transition? Or are you stuck on the periphery? I'm comfortable in the end, but is the end really blessing me? Sometimes you got to ask yourself the question, is this person I'm with really good for me? Or are they just good for something, but not for everything. Well, all right. <clears throat> Do I have to always spend money right after I get it? Or sometimes do I need to build up a savings account? Sometimes my credit is messed up because I'm always spending. Do you always have to get a new phone when they come out? What's the point of getting a new phone and your car about to get repossessed? You stuck in the end. Does it always have to be my way? I, I, know, I know we like to have it our way. Sometimes that's why folks don't want to deal with you. Sometimes my way is why I'm angry and bitter. Sometimes you got to look at yourself again and see, am I stuck? And then, when I shouldn't have been outside. It's like when, when you, anybody that's moved knows, when you put things in a moving truck, some stuff you can't take. I wish I had anybody that's moved knows, some stuff you don't take. Because sometimes some stuff has served its purpose at this house. And it can't go to a new house. Broadway, there's some people who serve their purpose for you in the end that can't go to you to the manger. There's some habits that you had in the end that you can't take to the manger. There's some thoughts you had in the end that you can't take to the manger. I wish I had a witness. What are you going to do? 
Not only that God has given you, but are you going to branch out to the manger? Or are you stuck in the end? God bless you. Doors of church, over. Give God praise for his word. Amen.